the word of God to me. have your Bible. I'm not going to hold you very long tonight. Rarely tried to do that anyhow. I doubt I'm going to get too all fired up, but I just want to deliver what I feel like God put on my heart today as I begin praying for the service and uh, just come to encourage somebody in the Lord tonight. Hallelujah. As I was putting together my message, I was like, man, this is awesome. Thank God for reminding me how awesome you are. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. If you've got your Bible, 2 Timothy, chapter number 2. Let's remember to pray for our pastor and sister Riggin. Amanda and DJ as are on the road. Um, pray for their safe, safe return home. Uh, they're supposed to be coming back on Sunday evening. And uh, can't wait till they get back home. Hallelujah. Praise God. Don't forget... Uh, Brother Merriman, Sister Merriman, they're on the road as well. So let's keep all those folks in, their, in our prayers this weekend as they come back home. 2 Timothy chapter number 2. If you've got to say amen. Verse number 19 says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his. And let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. I want to focus tonight on that first part. It says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his. Hallelujah. The Lord knoweth them that are his. Praise God. Tonight I'm going to preach about on this subject the seal of God's foundation. Hallelujah. Can we lay our Bibles down? Let's talk to God this evening. Lord, we love you, Jesus. place tonight hallelujah oh you are so great and you are so greatly to be praised oh god oh god we have come to hear your word tonight lord jesus we have come lord god to be refreshed in the holy ghost once more lord jesus we exalt you we adore you we magnify we we glorify your holy name tonight jesus hallelujah hallelujah praise god you may be seated Hallelujah. Praise God. It's not something that I feel is profound or anything, because I promise you I can't get very profound, but uh, it is the Bible. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Praise God. Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. Praise God. Praise God. I, I, uh, 
looked on, on Merriam-Webster's dictionary to find out what his definition of, of a, a seal was. And uh, the definition that he put out there says, something that confirms or ratifies or it makes secure. Hallelujah. A seal. Making secure the foundation of God. Something that ratifies the foundation of God. And that, that fact that the Lord knows them that are his. Praise God. As I began to look at this, I found out that it's, it's not just Paul writing to Timothy about this, but it's all throughout the Bible showing that God has his eyes upon his people. Hallelujah. We can find reassurance time and time again throughout Scripture. Um, going back to Job chapter 34, verses number Verse number 21 says, For his eyes are upon the ways of man, and he seeth all his going. Uh, the psalmist wrote in Psalms 1 and 6, said, For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. Psalms 139, verses 1, and 1 through 3 says, O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou knowest my downsitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. You know all about me, God. Verse number three said, Thou compassest my path and my lying down and art acquainted with all my ways. Hallelujah. Proverbs chapter five, verse 21 says, For the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he pondereth all his goings. Hallelujah. There's not a day goes by that God doesn't have his eye on each and every one of us. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 12, 6 through 7, Jesus said himself, says, Are not five sparrows sold for two farthings, and not one of them is forgotten before God? But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Hallelujah. John chapter 10, verses 13 through 15 says, I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father. And lay, I lay down my life for the sheep. Jumping down to verse 17 says, Therefore doth my Father love me because I, lo I lay down my life that I might take it again. No man takes it from me, but I lay it down of myself. I have power to lay it down and I have power to take it again. This commandment have I received of my Father. And then jumping on down to verse 27 says, Again, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Hallelujah. We have the promise from Jesus himself. He said, I'm not going to leave you. I can see exactly where you're sitting. I can see exactly what, what valleys you're walking through. And I can promise you I will be there when you call upon my name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Second Timothy chapter 2 and verse 19 again is our text says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his. Hallelujah. Praise God. God knows exactly where each and every one of us is. I've said it several times, but I, it, it, it is, it's on my heart. I have to, I have to bear what I, what I feel tonight. We're not alone in anything. Hallelujah. The almighty God is right there beside us. 
Hallelujah. Praise God. It's something that's hard for me to understand is, is how can one God be everywhere? Because I know I'm not the only one facing problems. Hallelujah. But I got to studying again, and, and, and this kind of spurred off of one of our, our classes on Sunday afternoons. So if this sounds familiar, Brother Wisdom, Sister Anna, Sister Annika, I'm sorry, but this is what I felt to preach tonight. But God, I, had, I found through the scripture that God is omnipresent. Omnipresent means that he is everywhere. There's not one place in this world that he is not. Amen. Do you believe that tonight? Praise God. Psalms chapter 139 verses 7 through 10 says, Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. Hallelujah. You've got to understand that God is a spirit and as a spirit, he he has the ability to be everywhere and at the very same time. Hallelujah. God is not limited by time. God is not limited by space. God is not limited by distance. Hallelujah. You cannot limit God with, the, with our thoughts. Hallelujah. Yeah, we can, we can limit him what he can do in our lives by our belief. But because he is omnipresent, you cannot limit where he can go. Hallelujah. It's, it's humanly uncomprehendable, the abilities of our mighty God. Hallelujah. There are no physical boundaries or limitations to the almighty God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. God inhabits heaven and he inhabits earth and all places at the same time. Yet he never lacks power. He never lacks authority and he never lacks awareness in any place and any time. Hallelujah. He is an almighty God. Praise God. God is not only omnipresent, but he is omniscient. Hallelujah. We find this as well in Psalms chapter 139, verses 1 through 6. says, O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. Thou, hast, thou knowest my downsitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassest my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me behind and before and laid thine hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me to know. It is high. I cannot attain unto it. Hallelujah. Omniscience means that he is an all-knowing God. He knows everything. Nothing surprises my God. Hallelujah. You think back to Jesus coming to the earth as a babe. We just celebrated his birth. But he, you, you cannot tell me that God himself did not understand and did not know that he was going to have to die upon an oak rugged cross. It did not surprise him because that was the reason that he came to this earth. To pay the ultimate price, the price of sin, the price of death, the price that I could not pay. The, if I did pay it, it would not be sufficient. Hallelujah. But God Almighty came down and he was sinless. He took on flesh of himself and, and, and he put his spirit inside that flesh. And he said, you know what? I'm going to take on myself the sins of this whole 
Lord. Hallelujah. He knew exactly what he was doing. Hallelujah. It was not just happenstance. Praise God. God has complete knowledge. You've got to understand this. He has complete knowledge of everything, including the future, including the past, and the present. Hallelujah. Tomorrow it would not surprise God. That next phone call that you may get that may change your world forever, it, was, it did not surprise God. He knew you could handle it. That's why it came your way. Praise God. Praise God. But not only is my God omnipresent, and not only is my God omniscient, but my God is omnipotent. I'm sorry, I can't even speak tonight. Hallelujah. We find this in Revelation chapter 19 and verse number 6. It says, And I heard as it were the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of many thunderings, saying, Hallelujah. For the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Hallelujah. Omnipotent means that God possesses and controls all the power that exists. In heaven and in earth. Nothing in this world can exercise any power unless God gives it the ability. That's why we can go back in the story of Job and you see the enemy stepping before God and saying, God, can I, can I do such and such to Job? And if God were to have said no, it would never have happened. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. So I, you've got to understand that everything that happens in life, everything that happens in this world, anything that happens was given power was given permission by God. Whether good or bad, but it's always for the glory of God. And everything, everything that happens is to glorify God. Hallelujah. That's, that's what I'm all about. That's what God has placed us upon this earth for, is to give him glory of our own free will. Hallelujah. God possesses and controls all the power that exists in heaven and in earth. Nothing in this world can be exercised, no, can exercise power unless God allows it. We, we find this stated in Romans 13 and 1 says, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you got to understand, even though God is omnipresent, and even though God is omnipotent, and even though God is omniscient, he's everywhere, he knows all things, and he is all-powerful. He is still the only true answer and the only true strength that we will ever find. Just because he is a great big God doesn't mean he's too, too big for your situation and for your life. Not one of us in this place is worthy of his presence and his glory. But God has allowed us and afforded us the opportunity through Calvary to come to him. Hallelujah. He shed his own blood that we could be saved for an eternity. Hallelujah. It was through his love and through his passion for this, this earth and for the people of this world that he came and he died and he, and he shed his own blood so you and I could be saved. Hallelujah. And he could be our strength and our salvation and our help when we need him. Hallelujah. 
Praise God. Praise God. God knows whatever may be coming our way, but yet he can give us the power to sustain. He can give us the power to, to overcome no matter what. Hallelujah. No matter what comes our way. Hallelujah. The psalmist said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Hallelujah. It is God that is always there. Hallelujah. It is God that, he, that is our best friend. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. I have, throughout my lifetime, have come very close to some people and, and even called them my best friend. But something may happen and, and it seemed maybe they betrayed me or, or, or what have you. People will fail you. People will fail you. But God will never fail you. Hallelujah. He is the friend that sticketh closer than a brother. He is the best friend that we could ever have. You see, God understands and God knows the deepest hurts. The hurts that we could not even ex explain or describe to those that are closest to us. God still understands those things. He died for each and every one of us. The Bible says he was tempted in all points just like we are. So each and all the hurts that you could ever imagine, God felt those. Jesus Christ himself felt those own temptations. Those hurts came upon him. Hallelujah. Praise God. But he, he is our strength. Hallelujah. That's why he hung upon an old rugged cross on Calvary. So we could have that opportunity. Hallelujah. That's the way we can have that friendship with the Almighty God. Hallelujah. That's why the veil was rent that day when he was crucified. Because Jesus, God was saying, you know what? I just died for your sins. So come on in and abide with me and sup with me because I did this for you. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. As I began studying today. Hallelujah. As I began studying today, I began to think of an old song. And I don't know if Becca even knows the song, if we can even play it later. But it's what a friend we have in Jesus. What a friend we have in Jesus. This song is not just words somebody wrote down randomly on a sheet of paper. But this word, this song is very biblical. What a friend we have in Jesus. Hallelujah. The reason I can say it's biblical because as I went through the scriptures today, I found just a few. I, I could have put a whole bunch of them. We could be here for at least an hour just reading scriptures on what God, his love for us and his his, his longing for relationship with us. I could, I could continue reading scriptures, but just a few select scriptures that I found here. Um, Psalms chapter 55 verse 22 says, Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and he shall sustain thee. Psalm 119 and 151 says, Thou art near, O Lord, and all thy commandments are truth. Hallelujah. Thou art near, O Lord. Psalms 145 and 18 says, The Lord is nigh unto all them that call upon him, 
to all that call upon him in truth. Hallelujah. The Lord is nigh unto all them. Hallelujah. Proverbs 18 verse 24 says, A man that hath friends must show himself friendly, and there is a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. John 15, 13 through 15 says, Greater love hath no man than this, that a, la a man lay down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends, if ye do whatsoever I command you. It's a message in itself. Verse 15 says, Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth. But I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes, I, I alluded to it just a moment ago, sometimes we, 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 th we think about people just abandoning us uh, in, our, in our time of crisis, in our time of need. But I read in John chapter 11 about a friend of Jesus. And his sisters went to him, sent after Jesus and said, Lord, Lazarus is dying. He is sick. He's dying. And if you, if you basically just stop just a few verses after they called for him, the Bible says that Jesus tarried. And everybody, even the disciples, did not understand. Lord, what are you doing? Your friend's dying. We need to go heal him. We need to go try to help him. And finally, the Lord said, you know, it's time to go. And I'm paraphrasing here. I'm putting it in my own little words. But basically, the Lord said, all right, it's time to go. And uh, he said, Lazarus is sleeping. The disciples still didn't understand what he said he, he finally looked at him and said, boys, Lazarus is dead, but I've got to go see him because God's got greater glory in my friend Lazarus than he would have gotten if I would have healed him initially. You see, we may not understand the plans that God has for us, and God may not come through on the timing that we think he ought to come through on, but there's a greater plan and a greater purpose if God comes through just a little bit later. We've got to understand that. Hallelujah. Jesus didn't let, let, didn't let Lazarus die just because. But he went with a purpose because he went to raise Lazarus from the dead to show that God is the way, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. That at his spoken word, the dead would rise. Hallelujah. Praise God. And he can do that in each and every one of our lives, even here tonight. Hallelujah. We may think our situation is dead and it's gone. We can't do nothing about it. And God can't do nothing about it now because it's, it's over. But I serve a resurrecting God. Amen. I serve a God that is all powerful. Amen. I serve a God that is omnipotent. Hallelujah. We may not understand it, but I serve a God that is omniscient. He understands and he knows exactly what's going on. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. But even in this friendship that we have, we can have with Jesus Christ, he doesn't want just uh, once a year, 
once a month relationship. Amen. As I was looking through scriptures, alluding to God's relationship with mankind, I found several scriptures here alluding to how he wants a relationship with each and every one of us, a personal relationship, a one-on-one relationship. You've got to have a relationship with him. There's, there's one way to have a relationship with him, and that is it is through prayer. It's through prayer and, and fasting and reading our Bible. But prayer is a main key factor in this whole thing. And if we don't grasp a hold of what prayer really is, then our relationship just is a stalemate. We don't go anywhere. Yeah, he's my friend. I got friends. I got friends I haven't talked to in years. But I don't want Jesus to be that kind of friend. I want Jesus to be that friend that I call every morning. I call every day. I talk to him for a little while. Pour out my heart to him. And let him work on me just a little bit as well. Or however much he feels worthy to be worked upon. But he likes to talk with us. Hallelujah. Through his word and through prayer. We, I, the reason I, I, I can say this with assurance is because Matthew chapter number 7, verse 7 through 8, Jesus himself says, you got something you want from me? Is there anything that you need? You got issues? Jesus said, ask and it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened to you. Verse number 8 says, For everyone that asketh, receiveth. That's simple. How do you ask? How do you ask? Not just in my thoughts. Lord, I need your help today. Can you be there with me? Can I find that place where you're at today, Lord? Because I need to hold your hand this morning. I need, to, I need to walk with you, Lord. Verse goes on and says, He that seeketh, findeth. And to him that knocketh, it shall be opened. Jesus says also in Matthew 21, 22, says, In all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, ye shall receive. Luke 18 and 1 says, And he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men ought always to pray and not to faint. Amen. You want to know how you ought not, you, you want to know how to learn not to faint? Pray. Hallelujah. The scripture is just, it's simple. It's that simple. Philippians 4 and 6 says, Be careful for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your quest be made known unto God. The Apostle Paul said in 1 Thessalonians 5 and 17, pray without ceasing. 1 Timothy 2 and 8 says, I will therefore that men pray everywhere, lifting up holy hands without wrath and doubting. 
First Peter 3 and 12 says, For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. Hallelujah. I say prayer is pretty important. Hallelujah. Can we all stand this evening? Hallelujah. Told you I'm not, I'm not very profound, and I, but I just want to deliver the burden of my heart tonight. The seal of God's foundation. The seal of God's foundation. The Lord knoweth. The Lord knoweth them that are his. Say it again. The Lord knoweth them that are his. Hallelujah. Can we love him this evening? Can we lift our hands and let's, let's thank you for his goodness. Hallelujah, Jesus. Lord, you are worthy to be praised. God, I thank you for your mercy tonight, God. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you know those that are yours, God, and that you are there every time we call upon you, Lord Jesus. God, I want my relationship with you, God, to grow deeper and deeper, Lord Jesus, than it's ever been before, God, giving you more time in my prayer, Lord Jesus, giving you more time in my Bible reading, Lord Jesus, God, that I can be closer to you, Lord. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I thank you for your mercy tonight. Hallelujah. If you feel like you need to pray, the altars are open this evening to resecure our relationship with Jesus today, to get a little closer to Him. It never hurts. Hallelujah. Because He knows them that are His. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. 